Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Home and home. The Oscars were Sunday night. The awards were handed out. It was a boring, stuffy show all night long that people apparently didn't want to watch so much. It was the least rated Oscars of all time and put in sports perspective, 20 NFL games, single NFL games drew a larger audience than last night's Oscars. The Oscars that used to put up more than 40 million viewers, that elitist boring show clearly not resonating with the audience. Maybe they need categories like best comedy, Let the people weigh in on what was laughable, what was hilarious over the past year. And by the way, it is, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. That reminds us of one of our best comedy clips from the past several months here on Home and Home, which was kind of a Ross Tuckerism when he mixes names or metaphors or phrases like this one. This is not Ted Cronkite, okay? This is not Tom Brokaw on CBS Nightly News or whatever he was on or whatever one you're going to be on someday, Briggs, because you're better than those other dudes. I've watched them every once in a while. You should be the Nightly News guy. not tweeting (laughs) about important life issues. He's tweeting about dudes getting injured and signed to play football. And if because of his social media following. I just did a couple tweets last week for Natty Light Seltzer. It's delicious, probably. (laughs) I don't know, but I did tweets for it. Natty Light Seltzer, coming to a store near you. I love Natty Light. My wife loves seltzer. Combine them. I'm happy to do a tweet. Thank you very much, Natty Light Seltzer. Who the hell is Ted Cronkite? I heard nothing you said after you <laughs> dropped Ted freaking Conk. Ted. Walter. Walter. His name is Walter. I don't know why I said Ted Conk. Only the preeminent newsman in the history <laughs> of news. I can see how that one would slip your mind. And there's your first nominee for best home and home comedy. At least you caught yourself and came around to Walter Cronkite from his friend, Tom. Yeah. You know, I, I think I combined, uh, Walter Cronkite and Ted Koppel for some reason, Ted Koppel was in my head. My beard was thick back then, man. I don't know when that was, but my beard was thick. That was my big takeaway Uh. from that one. But your reaction, and then when you call me on it, that's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, you, you haven't mixed up a name like that in a while. we got to get back to those good old days of you mixing up names. All right, next nominee, best comedy here on Home and Home, is when I challenged Ross Tucker's central issue, I believe, as a human being. Seems like a nice enough guy, 
but he doesn't have pets and doesn't like dogs. The number one flaw of Ross Tucker, our second nominee, best comedy. It's it's dicey. It's dicey. Um, you're trying to wait, watch wait, wait. TV. You're trying to watch TV and they're like slobbering all over you, bothering you. Um, you have to pay money to feed them. You have to take them to, for walks so that they poop. And then in, in return, maybe once a month, you go to some field and throw a stick or a Frisbee. I'm just not seeing the equation here. Once a month, you go to a field oh, and throw I... a stick or a Frisbee. Okay, that's kind of nice for that one day a month. Every no. other day, every other day during the month, you have to feed them and take them for walks and give them attention. And they bark when you don't want them to bark. And I, I, I just, I don't see it, Dave. I don't see it. I promise. I promise we're going to get to football, but I am disturbed <laughs> about the type of human being you are. You are a wretched, awful, heartless, soulless, cold, unnatural human being. You're un-American. I don't trust a human being that doesn't like dogs. Our next nominee on Best Comedy here on Home and Home. I, I will never understand this thing about you, Ross Tucker. Like, I feel like something is missing genetically. There's just part of you that most humans have that you don't have. And I can never get past it. I really do like you. Most things about you. But I cannot understand the lack of, of, of empathy, of caring for a pet. Like, when I come home and I've been gone two hours, four hours, six hours, doesn't matter. That dog is sitting by the door waiting for me to come home, sit on the couch, hops on my lap, and just makes me feel better about life. I don't understand how you don't have that part as a human being. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for you. And if, and if you need that to get through the day or your life, that's great. I already feel pretty great about life. And I get that from my kids when I say goodbye in the morning. And when I, and when they come home from school, I already I already get that. I don't need it. Frankly, I think you could argue that having a pet it takes away time and attention from your children. Wow, I actually think it's time I share with my children. That dog is something we all share. And just get ready, my friend. Those sweet little lovable girls that you have right now, they're not going to stay that way, bro. And maybe that's when you're when your uh, empathy comes back, that, that lovable Ross Tucker side of you comes back because those girls are going to be teenagers soon. And as this dad can tell you, teenage girls want no part of you. They will not make you feel better in the morning. They will not make you feel better in the afternoon. Full disclosure here, not an admission I am at all proud of. My 14-year-old girl put me in tears yesterday, refused to speak with me about Anything in her life, even after I begged for it, she walked away, locked her door, broke my freaking heart. La, 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 I can't hear you. La, 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 I can't hear you. That won't be my daughters. Sorry. My daughters are the exception. They will always hug me and call me daddy until they're 50. Oh my God, you are so naive, bro. I can't wait for that day when you come around and realize, honey, we need a dog. 
I'm getting no love from the kids. They won't even talk to me. One guy who talked to us on here on Home and Home, our next comedic nominee, was a former teammate of Ross Tucker's in the NFL. And he came on the program because Ross was certain that he would share a story about the other side of Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder is often ripped as cold and calculating and, well, non-human, kind of the way Ross Tucker is with pets. And Brandon Noble, Ross Tucker's former NFL teammate with the Washington Redskins, was going to come on home and home to tell us about the human side of Dan Snyder, Washington Redskins billionaire owner. Instead, this happened. And he pops my bandage off, right? And so when he pops the bandage off, it kind of broke the seal over the infection. And so now I've got like two or three days worth of like pus and disgustingness in my knee and it erupted like a green mayonnaise volcano and smelled like absolute death. <laughs> and, and I remember like, again, I'm, you know, I'm sedated, right? So I'm kind of laughing about it. The doctor's laughing, but there's like a six inch stream shooting vertically out of my knee of pus. And I, all I remember is like looking up and, and Joe <laughs> coach Gibbs is like kind of leaning over the bed looking like, Oh my gosh. Right. And then, but Mr. Snyder is standing like and slowly backing away from me, right? Like this, right? And he's turning the color of the stuff that's coming out of my knee. And he's absolutely like, like he's kind of like, you know, looks like he's going to throw up. And he's, and, it, and it's just like, and, and then the doctor, you know, he's laughing, he covers it back up. And, and, and it was just one of those deals where it was so surreal, right? And, and at some point in the whole thing, like he actually asked, are you going to sue us? Wow. That was Brandon Noble with the green mayonnaise pus story and how Dan Snyder was only concerned about one thing, not how he was doing, not how that felt, but if he was going to sue the Washington Redskins, Ross, that's tough to top. Yeah, because it's not only hilarious and the only time you'll ever hear green mayonnaise volcano ever on any airwaves, but also kind of reinforces what people think about Daniel Snyder. Yeah, yeah. And I will never, as long as I live, unsee the green mayonnaise pus volcano. All right. What is far more palatable is Disney princesses. And of course, being a former NFL player, Ross Tucker has a take on princesses who should be, who shouldn't be considered some of the greatest princesses of all time. I love them all. I know them all, but he didn't like that. I'm a fan of bell of beauty and the beast fame. And here's why. Give me yours. Okay. Okay, I've thought about this all morning, as you Clearly. know. These are the type of things, <laughs> type of things I lose sleep about. That and Monday Night Football. Uh, I'm gonna go top three, but I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Belle because she's a voracious reader. I like that she really likes to read. I like to read. I I like to watch TV less and less, other than sports, every day. No, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. You're wrong. I hate Belle. Okay. <laughs> number one. Number one. Belle's a nerd. I don't need someone reading that much. We're trying to have a good time in life. I don't need to read. Secondly, she turns down the greatest Disney character of all time. Yes. Gaston. Gaston. That's how Ross can Tucker. you not? That's Ross how, Tucker. Can you, how, how can you not 
want to date Gaston. She'd rather date a beast than Gaston. Gaston is exactly what you're looking for in a man, okay? He is perfect, and Belle denies him for no reason. Gaston's my favorite Disney character. That guy's a stud. You are Gaston. That's why he's your favorite Disney character of all time. I'll take it. That guy's awesome. I'd, be, I'd happily be Gaston. Gaston runs shit. He's probably awesome at beer pong. Gaston has his priorities right. I love Gaston. He gets shit on for no reason. He's a hero, okay? Everybody, men want to be him. Women want to be with him. Gaston. Can you sing the song? Um, I don't know. I, I know it's like, no one something like Gaston. No one does that like Gaston. No, 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 like Gaston. But I don't actually know the words. Yeah, all I remember is no one drinks like Gaston. No one shoots like Gaston. You are Gaston. One of my favorite Disney characters, underrated Disney character, is Flynn Rider. He's from the Rapunzel movie Tangled. Flynn Rider's outstanding because he's a criminal. And he's kind of, uh, uh, you know, rough around the edges. Check that movie out. Have you seen Tangled? Like parts of it. I never really sat there and watched the whole thing. Ooh. Oh, it's fantastic. You got to go back and watch Tangled with those little girls. They're going to love it, and you're going to really appreciate Flynn Rider. Up next on Best Home and Home Comedy is, of course, the legendary Frank Caliendo, who can impersonate Anyone in the sports universe and even politics and came on this show and did some John Gruden, did some Donald Trump, did some Stephen A. Smith. And the beauty of it is he veers in and out of characters without even prompting going into a little bit of a Jim Rome here. Listen to the legendary comedian Frank Caliendo. Whatever. I'll just go Jim Rome on him and it'll be incredible, phenomenal and arugula. How great did this segment just get? Went from being Caliendo <laughs> talking to myself to being me telling you how great your ratings are. Incredible. It does not get any better than this. Wait a second. If there were two me's, that would be better. Double Rome. <laughs> Double Rome. Two times. Milton Jr. In- might have gone with the exponential. Don't interrupt my pauses. <laughs> Do you realize how tired my arm is from holding this phone the entire time? I can't believe you've been holding that Look at this. How great is this? Even a finger, a hand, in front of the Jim Rome impression is still better than just about anything else that could be on the internet. How great is this? Take a look at this. I'm almost a pirate. Ridiculous. You're going to walk the plank, and I'm going to hop over there on my peg leg. Guess what? Now I'm going to get a parrot and have him sit on my shoulder. A peg leg. A patch of your Frank Caliendo and Ross, the beauty of that one is we didn't ask him to do Jim Rome. A lot of the other impersonations that he nailed, we asked him to get in character. That one, he just accidentally veered into. Yeah, that guy, um, I think he's absolutely amazing. I'm a gigantic fan that whole Rome thing was, I mean, I was almost in tears with that one, especially oh. I am a pirate. Look how great this is. Like, <laughs> it is unbelievable how good he is at those. 
and the dude held up an iPhone for what I think was north of a 20-minute interview, which he deserves a prize for, should win Best Comedy just for that. And lastly, there was a reaction to Kelly Kay. Who's Kelly Kay? She's an Instagram model, influencer, if you will, kind of stripper. She was the streaker at the Super Bowl that you may have not seen in the broadcast. She jumped on the football field at the Super Bowl earlier in the game and was arrested. And this was all for publicity, shag mag style, like we saw at the World Series. Kaylee Kay boasted of an additional 100,000 Instagram followers on this program and said that she felt the best part was that she was inspiring people to maybe take that leap. Yes, literally, that leap out of her seats onto the field to get arrested to get famous. Because why the fuck not? It's 2020. Well, Nick Costos was not buying that inspiration. From You Better You Bet, here's Costos. Nick, how much did you even hear or know that there was a streaker during the Super Bowl? I, I had no idea. And also, I think she's a tremendous loser. And I kind of wish that I were on it so I could have said that to her, that I think she's a huge loser. But then, like, once I, I saw some of it, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, she gives that rant about changing people's lives. It's like, you have no talent. You jumped over. You, you ran onto the field at the Super Bowl. Like, it was not a humanitarian thing. She's a loser. She's got no fucking talent whatsoever. <laughs> Congratulations. You got your Instagram following. I bet you she's never read a fucking book in her life. Could change, you could change your life overnight. Congratulations, you're a fucking criminal and you've got no fucking talent whatsoever. <laughs> change your life. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You're, you take your clothes off on social media for a following and that's great, God bless. She's all about, she, that girl would probably push her grandmother in front of a bus for a million Instagram followers. Oh, you can change your life overnight. Just come out and say what you are. You're a clout chaser. That's what Julia Rose says. I respect Julia Rose for that. This chick wants to come on and be like, oh yeah, yeah you can, this is like my message to the youth of America. You can change your life if you want to. Get the fuck out. Like, how self-righteous and lacking self-awareness do you have to have to have that? Nick Costos crushing the Super Bowl streaker, Kelly Kay. I have to admit, Ross, I felt very differently about Julia Rose as I did Kelly Kay. We fell in love with Julia Rose here on this program, whether we liked it or not. Kelly Kay, I wasn't buying that bullshit either and probably should have called her out or brought in Nick Costos as part of that interview. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I've told this before. I told Nick after that. I, I, I get uncomfortable with situations like that and young women like that. I, I just start to feel bad for her, and I wonder where it all went wrong, and I start to think about her parenting, and I just go in a place that's not really funny or suitable for this show. All right, so best comedy, home and home history, who you got? I, I like unintentional comedy, and so that's why Caliendo uh, veering in unintentionally to Jim Rome is runner-up for me and very good. I just can't get away from the unintentional comedy and disgusting image of Green Mayonnaise Puss Volcano, although I don't know that that should be the winner because then I'll have to picture it again who you got? I got Ted Cronkite because you and I both just lost it. And, you know, when, it, when it's natural like that and you and I both just start laughing for 
30 seconds in a row, that's that's just good, clean fun. I got Ted Cronkite. Ted Cronkite, Green Mayonnaise, Puss Volcano, some good comedy over the last couple of months here on Home and Home. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.